Now, making his way to the podcast studio all the way from Sacramento, California, he eats, sleeps, and breathes pro wrestling. He is the best self-proclaimed pro wrestling analyst in the world. Wrestling is still real to him, and he is here to keep good wrestling alive. He is the host of Snug Wrestling Podcast, the one, the only, Edgar Avila. What is going on? Hello again, everyone. Welcome back to another episode of Snug Wrestling Podcast with me, your host. My name is Edgar. Do not forget to hit me up on all of my social media platforms at Snug Wrestling, TikTok, Facebook, Instagram, YouTube, Twitter or Twitter X, or X, or whatever you want to call that. Today I'm going to be doing a prediction episode for AEW All Out. That's coming up this weekend. Yes, that's right. This weekend already, we have another pay-per-view. Literally a week after AEW's last pay-per-view, All In. So we have two back-to-back pay-per-views. But before we can get into that, I have some news. So let's get into that. The topic for today's news segment has to do with the AEW All Out conference call that took place today with the AEW Presidente, Tony Khan. A lot of questions were asked here. A lot of good ones, a lot of not so good ones, but of course, all the good ones, Tony Khan either didn't answer them, gave them the runaround, or just flat out told them, thank you for asking that great question, but right now, I can't answer that, or no comment. One of the questions that was asked, of course, this was a main question. The first question that was asked had to do with the drama that happened at All In. Is CM Punk going to be at All Out this Sunday? Which Tony Khan proceeded to say, no comment, thank you for asking. Typical answer for this type of question. This is the same thing Tony Khan did last year when all of the stuff or all of the drama went down with CM Punk and the Elite. Till this day, we still do not have an answer We still have no idea what actually took place last year at that press scrum with CM Punk and the Elite. Fast forward a year later, something similar happened, and I don't think we're ever going to get answers from last year's incident or this year's incident. So people, do not hold your breath because I don't think we're ever going to find out the truth ever in our lifetime. But there was some reporting that there's some video surveillance from the Wembley Stadium that AEW has in possession, so someone has a video somewhere in AEW of what actually went down, but I'm pretty sure we will never get to see that video. Tony Khan was also asked about running two pay-per-views back-to-back, and if there's going to be a bundle package of some sort because of this, and that's a valid question because if you think about it, not a lot of us are made of money. Last week, I spent 50 bucks on All In. I didn't really mind paying 50 bucks for that because 
because it was the biggest wrestling show ever, right? 81,000 people, Wembley Stadium, it was a big deal. So, of course, I was going to dish out 50 bucks to watch that show. I didn't really mind. And then I find out that All Out is a week later. And the first thing that came to mind was, fuck, that's going to be another 50 bucks that if I really want to watch the show, I would have to spend. Now, that's $100 in a week on wrestling pay-per-views to some not a big deal doesn't really affect them in in many ways for the purpose of putting out this podcast i feel like i have to purchase all out but honestly i don't really feel like it tony khan did answer this question pretty well and unfortunately according to him he said that he tried to make this bundle package a thing but right now it wasn't possible because of the networks but it kind of seems like by the things that i've been seeing online not too many people are very excited about this all out and the card and the matches that are being presented especially if cm punk is not going to be there i don't see a lot of people buying this pay-per-view it kind of seems like an afterthought especially after all in all of tony khan's energy and booking power and booking abilities were mostly focused on all in this show all out kind of seems like and eh, not too exciting to say the least but after hearing this conference call and listening to Tony Khan talk about this, it sounds like this is going to be a thing going on moving forward where we're going to have All In at the Wembley and then a week later is going to be All Out the following weekend. Tony Khan was also asked some very, very softball questions. One of them was at, was about Terry Funk and how Terry Funk influenced the AEW roster and Tony Khan just went on a storytelling mode where he started talking about him as a kid wanting to go to ECW shows with his dad and all of Tony Khan's answers were basically a dissertation. This conference call was over an hour long and maybe 10 questions were asked and in those 10 questions Tony Khan stretched the answers out so much that the conference call took like over an hour and Tony Khan would just go on and on and on and he had a story for almost every question. Tony Khan was also asked why there were so many people from Ring of Honor scheduled to be at this all-out pay-per-view card. And Tony Khan pretty much gave the runaround how everyone in Ring of Honor is so great. And I don't think he really answered the question. He mentioned Athena, how great she's been doing and how he wanted to put Athena on the card and how Claudio, he's a great world champion. And Samoa Joe, he's doing so good and really putting all these people over from Ring of Honor but didn't really answer the question at least not to me or maybe I missed it I don't know but a lot of Tony Khan's answers just seem really broad really vague not really to the point and I still don't know why this match with Samoa Joe Shane Taylor is taking place Tony Khan also talked about the best big wrestling events this year according to him he mentioned Revolution, Supercard of Honor, Forbidden Door, Death Before Dishonor, and All In. Those are Tony Khan's top five main events, or big events, I should say, this year. He talked about what matches he's most excited about, which is Takeshka versus Kenny Omega, John Moxley versus Orange Cassidy. And the reason that Takeshka and Kenny Omega match is so big is because Kenny Omega was trying to put this match together since the pandemic. He wanted to bring in Takeshka 
Alaska, but that didn't happen until now. And of course, everyone knows how big of a Orange Cassidy fan Tony Khan is, and he's really excited about that match. He's really proud of the work that Orange Cassidy has done with that international championship. But I'll tell you my thoughts about this all-out card during the prediction part of this episode. And to wrap up the conference call here with Tony Khan, the all-out conference call, the last question was about CM Punk again. And if we were going to have some type of answer of whether or not CM Punk is going to be at All Out before this Sunday, a lot of people, because it's in Chicago, depend on CM Punk being there. And if CM Punk is going to be there or not, that's going to be the decision, the final decision of many people if they're going to buy this pay-per-view or not. So it's really important that Tony Khan addresses the situation before All Out, which Tony Khan said that, again, a very non-answer that it is his goal and he hopes to have a resolution by this Sunday. It might not be a full resolution because it's a complicated situation, but he hopes that he will have some type of answer by this Sunday. And that's pretty much the gist of it. That's pretty much what went down at this all-out conference call that went down today with Tony Khan. But enough about that. Enough about the news. Let's get into the wrestling part of this and let's do this prediction episode for 2023 AEW All Out. Let's start off with the Ring of Honor Tag Team Championship match. Adam Cole and MJF, the recently crowned Ring of Honor champions, they're going up against a quote-unquote mystery opponent. That's going to be announced this Friday on Rampage. There's a tag team tournament taking place with a whole bunch of teams. I'm sorry, it wasn't a tournament. It's a number one contender battle royal with the Aussie Open, the best friends, Action Andretti and Darius Martin. In, the Wingmen, the Righteous, the Hardys, Gateways of Agony, the Butcher and the Blade, the Outrunners, and the Dark Order. And spoiler alert, out of all of these teams, the people that won this Battle Royal was the Dark Order. So MJF and Adam Cole are going to be facing John Silver and Alex Reynolds at AEW All Out. And honestly, I don't really know how I feel about this. We haven't been seeing John Silver or Alex Reynolds or the Dark order on AEW TV. However, because this is the Ring of Honor Tag Team Champions, I think that's why this decision was made to have John Silver and Alex Reynolds face Adam Cole and MJF for the Ring of Honor Tag Team Champions. I'm going to go with MJF and Adam Cole to win this one. I do not think that the top two babyfaces from AEW are going to lose to the Dark Order. Again, I like the I like the Dark Order, but the Dark Order have been in mid-card at best. I do not see them taking the titles away from that world heavyweight champion MJF and Adam Cole this Sunday. So MJF and Adam Cole are going to retain at All Out. Chris Stantlander versus Ruby Soho. I'm a huge Chris Stantlander fan. I'm going to go with Chris Stantlander to retain. She also towers over Ruby Soho in height and weight. Chris Stantlander has Ruby Soho beat on 
every level, in-ring skills, everything. So I highly doubt Ruby Soho has any chance on this match. Chris Stantlander all the way here. Samoa Joe versus Shane Taylor. Another random last-minute match that was put together just because unless there's something that has been happening with Shane Taylor and Samoa Joe and Ring of Honor that I don't know about, it's kind of hard for me to keep up with all of these wrestling promotions. So I don't really watch Ring of Honor, but to me, this is a cold, cold cold match. There's no reason for this. There's no build-up. It's just one of those matches that just looks cool on paper, and it might be a really good match. Samojo, he knows how to have a good match with pretty much anyone, and this is going to be two powerhouses going head-to-head, and hopefully it's a good match, but right now it just seems like there's no rhyme or reason for this. But I'm going to go with Samojo to win this match, and Samojo is going to retain. FTR and the Young Bucks versus the Bullet Club Gold. This match was put together after All In. We, we all saw it in the video package that was shown to us during Dynamite. And again, just got thrown together last minute. But I like FTR. I like the Bullet Club Gold. It is an eight-man tag. I'm not really a big fan of these multi-man matches. But at least we get to see these two teams. I'm actually 50-50 on this. I don't really care who wins here or who loses. But just for shits and giggles, I'm going to say the Bullet Club Gold, they're going to have to win this one. Powerhouse Willie Hobbs versus Miro. Two weeks in the making, and I can say that with confidence because I've been watching every single collision except for the last two weeks. And those are the last two weeks that Miro and Will Hobbs have been having these confrontations with each other. So in two weeks, these guys have a match on a pay-per-view. Again, I like Will Hobbs. I like seeing him having a pay-per-view match, but when it's done like this, it doesn't doesn't really feel like a big deal. It doesn't really feel like there's any importance to this. There's no buildup. There's just two weeks and let's just put them in a match together and let's just be done with it and move on. I'm rooting for Powerhouse Hobbs to win this match. I've been a fan of his and I've been wanting him to do great things. His TNT run was also an afterthought. I'm pretty sure everyone forgot about that already. No one really talks about it anymore because it wasn't that great. It wasn't a big deal. So hopefully he wins this match if he does i don't know if it'll do anything for him uh but you can't count miro out miro he's a great athlete but i'm gonna go with powerhouse hobbs here luchasaurus versus darby allen man i hate to say this but i i think luchasaurus is gonna win this match with the help of christian cage i mean darby allen he's known to knock down the bigger opponents including miro he's beaten people like nick camarado so i wouldn't be surprised if darby allen wins this match but i'm gonna go with luchasaurus on this one kenny omega versus Takeshka, and i'm actually excited for a kenny omega match i don't really find myself saying that too often but this time i am mostly because of Takeshka. since the very very first time i saw Takeshka in aw i thought he was great i'm not big on new japan i don't know much about him other than his stuff from aw but this guy just stood out to me when he came to aw and now he's a heel which made him even more interesting to me because he's a lot more aggressive now he being Takeshka, too many pronouns pal he's more ruthless and he 
just goes out there and just fucks people up. So I'm going to go with Takeshka on this one. The main event is going to be for the International Championship, Orange Cassidy versus John Moxley. I think Orange Cassidy's run as an international champion is long overdue. So again, I find myself saying something that I would never really say before. And I'm going to go with John Moxley to win this one. I think John Moxley is going to win because if John Moxley doesn't beat Orange Cassidy, then who the fuck is? Orange Cassidy has literally been running through everyone in the roster, including Penta Cero Miedo, like we seen just last night on Dynamite. Orange Cassidy took a beating from Penta the whole entire match. Penta was all over Orange Cassidy, but Orange Cassidy always finds a way to get the upset. But not this time. I don't think that's going to happen. I don't see Orange Cassidy pinning John Moxley, so I'm going to go with John Moxley. And that's the card that we have for AEW All Out. Unfortunately, it just seems, again, we said the same thing about All In, how all the matches were just rushed, thrown together. But the fact that this is happening literally a week after All In, man, some of these matches, they just feel really unimportant. I mean, especially because you have MJF and Adam Cole going up against the Dark Order of all teams. The main event for this pay-per-view is the International Championship, which is technically the mid-card title belt. You have no CM Punk. CM Punk was reportedly supposed to defend the real AEW Championship versus Ricky Starks at the main event. Obviously, that's not the case anymore. So this is what we got. We got these eight matches, and this just has a regular TV taping feel. And by regular TV taping, I mean this just looks like matches that would be good for like a dynamite or for like a collision. But for a pay-per-view, AEW is going to charge $50 for this card is kind of insane to me. But this is where we're at. But anyway, tell me what you guys think about this. Let me know. Hit me up at Snug Wrestling. That was all out predictions. Thank you guys for listening and we'll talk soon.